This podcast is sponsored by No Issue. No Issue create beautiful bespoke packaging for businesses. And what better start to the new year than new branding? I like to refresh my branding at the start of the year. It's when sales tend to be a bit slow, so it frees up time to design exciting new packaging. Some of our favourite products that No Issue can create for you include custom tissue paper, stickers, tote bags and tape. Welcome to Series 2 of the Out of Ink podcast with myself, B. Baranoska, and Molly Lemon. This is the podcast where two anxious creatives talk openly and honestly about life as an artist. Yeah, so hello everyone. We're back. It's a new year, it's 2022. We've had uh, January, that's been and gone, and we're here with episode 10 of the Out of Ink podcast to fill your dreary February days. We are, and our challenge this week is to not talk for two hours because I'm going to edit it down to just half an hour this week. We are going to release episodes weekly now, so you get us more often but shorter bursts, which might be better for you. And so that we can get on the podcast chat. Yeah, and that... So, basically, this episode, there's not really a topic, which is kind of what last episode was. We're not losing the plot, we're just, you know. We're easing you back into regular, out-of-ink loveliness. Just going to have a general discussion about the awfulness of January and starting a new year. So, Molly, how's your year been so far? I was thinking about what happened so far this year, and it's such like a depressing blur. I don't even know. <laughs> I, can't, I don't even know what happened or even how bad it was, but I can't really recall anything. I don't think that either of us have anything horrendously bad that has happened, other than just, you know, January in itself and yeah. the weather and the lack of motivation that comes with every single January. Yeah, we don't really have, like, anything to complain about, but we complain all day, every day, about (laughs) everything. There was a day last week where I voice-noted Molly and I said that I was having a good day. And and Molly voice-noted me back, like, I think this is the first voice-note of the year (laughs) that you're not moaning about something that's happened. I think the first voice-note you sent me this year was probably the saddest. It might have just got better from the 1st of January because... You were just like, I hate this year. I've ruined it already. It was about 10 o'clock on the 1st of January. Oh, no. That was a really bad start to the year. I don't even know if I want to relive it by telling the story. (laughs) I think we might just draw a line under it. Had the worst New Year's Eve ever. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're all going to be in suspense. It wasn't even that bad. You can tune in to episode 11. And if you make it to the next episode, then I might tell you. But it's not that good. It's not They'll be disappointed then. No, it's then. not that good. Move Basically, on. Bee's dog was a bit sad, but she's over it now. Ah, uh, yeah. There we go. That's a roundup. Great. But last time you did a podcast, your dog was sad. It's whippets. They're always sad. <laughs> Margot's just been <laughs> ill for the last uh, six to eight months. Yeah. And she's only a year and a half old. But it's fine. She's coming out the other side now. She's definitely way more herself. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. We'll move on. I'll stop reminding you of past traumas. Okay, so we thought that we would keep 
this episode's anxiety scale topical. And I came up with this idea and Molly was not instantly keen. No, I said no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, but then she sort of talked herself into it because she saw the comical side. So the theme is winter sports, which is funny because we're probably two of the least sporty people in the world <laughs> and neither of us really know any winter sports. But it is the Winter Olympics at the moment and it's cold and we thought it would be a laugh. Yeah, and my scale is still not complete. Also, I wanted to talk about the anxiety scale because mm. so many people have said to me, we've done it wrong. What? Because our, n- number 10 is our, is it our best day ever. 10. Yeah. But 10 on the anxiety scale is surely most anxious. Can't, it's too late to change it now. <laughs> is, is it too late? Yeah. I know 10's like, 10's okay. like really good, really happy. <laughs> but if, if it's on an anxiety scale, surely it's like 10 and you're about to explode. Anyway, I'm confusing people more. I can't process or accept this. Our anxiety scale okay. is perfect. Okay, okay. Because I asked Sam, I asked Sam earlier, can you help me with my anxiety scale? And he said, I never understand your anxiety scale because you got the numbers all wrong. Adam said he also didn't understand the anxiety scale. <laughs> the thing is, the anxiety scale, I, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I'm not going to get rid of it. I just thought, should we switch the numbers or is that confusing? Okay, confusing. Okay, because I just thought new season, new numbers. But okay, it's fine. Sorry to anyone that's finding it confusing, but B won't budge. So come on, <laughs> do you, what's your anxiety Do you scale? actually think, off the record here, do you actually think we should swap the numbers around? I did think if we were going to swap them, the beginning of a season would be the time. But I do see it could be more confusing swapping them now. Let's carry on. Because <laughs> you look like you might cry. <laughs> I don't know how we got that so wrong. <laughs> okay, and I was just telling you, customer feedback, they're not happy. Right. Talk us through your winter sports anxiety scale. Okay, for number 10, my least anxious day ever, I'm having a good day, mm-hmm. it would be some kind of skiing, and I'm going to say ski cross, because that's what Sam told me to say <laughs> earlier. <laughs> And it's when four skiers, I think it's always four, start at the top and they go down and there's loads of jumps and they all pile on top of each other and fall over and it just looked really funny, showed me on YouTube. Have you ever been skiing before? No. Actually, I have on a dry ski slope and it was like mesh, metal mesh, and I got my thumb caught as I was going down. Mm. And then I was getting the ski lift up. Not a ski lift, the thing that pulls you, you hold it and it pulls you up. Yeah. And then... My ski came loose and I knelt down. <laughs> I knelt down to reattach it, and then I started sliding down the slope while knelt down and only one ski on. It was really bad. Oh dear. So yeah, I have been not on snow, and I didn't like it, and I don't want to go again. And yet, it's made number ten. <laughs> yeah, but I was thinking, am I a spectator or a participant? Participant. Oh. Well, I'll just have to have a go then. (laughs) Okay, move on, move on. So what would be your most anxious day? Okay, as a participant, because this is what I'm going for, okay? Okay, okay, fine. You've got it wrong, but it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. No, not a participant, a spectator, sorry. Oh, yeah. If I was watching, the most dull... It's so dull, it makes me angry, and I'm sorry if anyone listening does this, (laughs) but it, it frustrates me. I was watching it the other evening on TV, and I just thought, oh can't even like this curling is that like ice hockey yeah with like broom things so they <laughs> really fast buff the ice and i don't get it and i don't know why i find it so difficult to watch but it makes me really really 
like painfully bored. Okay, it was fair enough. But I really might have offended people, mightn't I? No. And it did originate. I did a bit of research. I was trying to understand it. Hmm. It originated in Scotland, so I am sorry. Oh no, you love Scotland. I do love Scotland, but that might be the worst thing to come out of it. Today, I am, and this could be. I think this is more participant-wise. I got a bit confused with this tale. <laughs> yeah, don't really know what I was doing. But the skeleton. And what is that? Oh, you're not. If you came up with this, for God's sake, you should have done your yeah, research. Yeah, but I also don't know. I did. I read a whole big list. It's like the Bob bobsleigh or bogsleigh or bobsleigh. Mm. It's like that, but it's head first. Okay. You know, they lie on a little tray, head first, and they go down a tunnel for no reason with right. what looks like no skill, although I'm sure it's very skilled. <laughs> it looks scary and it's a bit boring. Okay, that sounds awful. I'm going to rate yeah. that at a three. Um, I'd say I'm a two today. Okay. I was close. I wasn't far. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit anxious. I feel like I'm a bit anxious about the podcast. I'm a bit anxious about... You know, every time we start the podcast, I worry it won't be a very good podcast. Oh, no. And then I'm worried. And then I'm worried about a week- weekly podcast. Will I cope? And so this is my anxiety. Oh no, you can't be anxious. So about listeners, the podcast. I'm doing this for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. Like now we're doing it, laughing. It's fun, <laughs> but just the anticipation of it, scary. Um, what's your anxiety scale? Okay, so I'm a participant in these not a spectator i was thinking about what i would like to join in with rather than watch okay 10 best day ever not very anxious at all Mm. i've uh, i've put dog sledding slash sledging couldn't decide which one it was couldn't fucking find a definitive answer there that does sound fun but is it in the olympics no it's not in the olympics but i think if you'll recall the title's Mm. winter sports (laughs) not winter olympics Okay, so okay. it is technically a winter sport. Well, I want that one now. Well, you, you can't have it. Okay. Anyway, that, I'm not at that today. How I would love to be at a 10. Um, one, one I put any form of skiing. Upon oh, researching... Really? Yeah. That was my number 10. Oh, no. You weren't doing it as a participator. No, not until I found out I was. I have no hand-eye coordination. I have no interest in skiing. I would break all my bones. It's cold. It it mm. requires a lot of balance that I also don't have. And it would just be a bit lethal for me. And I just wrote all types of skiing because I actually found out there were like 20 different types, which is just excessive as well. So, yeah. Would you be like um, Bridget Jones in Bridget Jones? Well, yeah, probably worse than that, yeah. Mm. I always thought, like, Sam wants to go skiing because no. he's been before. I know, and I said I would go with him if I could just stay in, like, a little log cabin with a hot chocolate and not do anything else. How are you feeling today? I've written down, this is in the Olympics. You'll be pleased to know. Good. Now you're following the rules. Figure skating. Right. <laughs> I just pictured you figure skating. Right, what? That is rude. What I need to just explain here is that I hate ice skating, like, with a passion. I can think of no activity that I would rather participate in less in the winter. You know when it's near Christmas and everyone's like, oh, all the ice skating rinks are here. Yeah, oh, God, I can't stand it. Yeah. And they turn into, like, some kind of muddy, like, (laughs) sludgy... Why would you do that? I mean, I have done it before and I was actually really good, can I just say. But, you know, I wouldn't do it again. I can't believe that. I thought you were about as clumsy as me. 
I didn't fall over once. I'm the person who holds on to the edge, moving about a centimetre a minute. And then, mm. you know, people overtake me, giving me kind of glares. Mm. That's why I laughed when I heard about you wanting to figure skate. Well, yeah. Well, that well, it's not high on the anxiety scale. I'll <laughs> give you a clue. <laughs> How is that not worse than skiing? Surely figure skating's worse than skiing. Is this a minus one? Is this the first time you've got minus no. one on the scale? <laughs> minus one. Okay, it's a two. It is, you're right, it's a two. Yay, we're both at a two. There's nothing to celebrate. <laughs> but yeah, so they're, they're, they're tied pretty close, to be fair. I could take skiing or figure skating. Yeah, I mean, I looked at... I went on Wikipedia to find out about winter sports. And I looked at them all and I thought, I'll put you all in number one if you want. But I had to, you know, <laughs> separate them out. So I can't believe you go. put skiing at 10. Well, I thought I was a spectator, Okay. Okay. I'm really sorry to anyone, like, especially anyone that does curling. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I went in a bit harsh there, but I was watching it the other day and I felt really angry, so it just, you know. I, I think it's probably more likely that people like skiing than they like curling. And I just ripped skiing to shreds, so. Direct all your anger at B. Her Instagram is B the Illustrator if you want to DM her. <laughs> Let's move on to just chatting about stuff because we haven't set anything for this week i've just written in my notes here anxious jan which could be a person what was your lowest moment in jan apart from the first of jan which we shall not discuss it it was such a bad month i can't really pinpoint it to one (laughs) one certain day but there were a few days where i made zero sales and Mm. they that's quite bad yeah, you're always a bit sad on a zero sale day. I mean, it's not bad in, for January because January is is a bad sales month. So no one has any money, but it makes you feel really rubbish about yourself. And then you have to still be creative and be doing stuff on those days, but there's no motivation because you're like, but no one's buying anything. Why should I be making new work? So Sad times. I know um, the days where B has had sales because she doesn't message me complaining she hasn't. <laughs> if she goes a bit quiet, I'm like, have you had a good sales day? that's not no that's not true <laughs> oh sorry i miss bullying you face to face i don't like that i get to be the brunt of the bullying because you do all the editing you get to take out any bullying i do towards you i know i make you look like the bad one and really it's me yeah i do bully molly back fyi she just edits it all out i am you know in control of the edit and then even when i edit it so b doesn't look great and she tells me to take out, I just tell her no. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to have to not say anything regretfully. Yeah, just just keep quiet. It can be in the Molly show. So, um, <laughs> my lowest point of January, do you want to hear about it? Yeah. Basically, I was so anxious in January that B noticed because she had voice notes firsthand from the episode. But I had my worst OCD episode in... How old am I? I was going to say 21. 28 years. 21? Oh, to be 21. Is it because, is it you who told me that if you had a birthday in COVID, you can discount it and take those years off your birthday? I wouldn't be so stupid to tell you that. <laughs> Someone told me that recently and then I was like, oh, that's really silly. But also, I'll be 26. Yeah. Wishful thinking. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to take away from your That's OCD. okay. I just had the most ridiculous day where I have a photography light in my studio, like a daylight light with a massive bulb. And 
I had it on that day in the studio and I know I turned it off. I know I turned everything off. I sat in the car park of my studio and I thought, maybe I've left the light on. And I thought, no, I clearly haven't. Carried on driving home, <laughs> 20 minutes home. And then got home and I said, Sam, I think I might have left the light on. And he was like, you probably haven't. And I was like, no, I definitely haven't. <laughs> but basically that, that continued to happen for a couple of hours. And I thought, I've got to go back to the studio to check the light. So I got back to the studio went into the studio it was pitch black because everyone had gone home and um checked the light the light obviously wasn't on went back to the car then thought oh it was the light on <laughs> so i had to go back into the studio and check the light wasn't on then i walked and it wasn't on obviously and then i walked away and then i thought oh but was it on so i had went back to the studio door and i have a little circular window in the door and i thought i'll take a picture so then i can go home and look at this picture of black so I took a picture of the blackness <laughs> and then I got to the, the door, the outside door of all the studios and I locked it, pushed it and thought, is that locked? And then it was locked. Took two feet away, went, is that locked? Went back to the door, <laughs> pulled the door again, it was locked. Then I got in my car, then thought, but maybe the door wasn't locked. And went back to the door to check the door. The door was locked, went back in my car and went home. And that was absolutely just terrible <laughs> basically january broke you <laughs> like seriously it wasn't even a bad day it was just a bad month and my ocd flared up into something i did not recognize it's crazy <laughs> yeah and it's been a bit good. bad ever since i'm checking all the lights <laughs> and my and my handbrake because the handbrake in my car is a button i was going on a walk today and i went via the car to check the button oh no and the car was parked on the flat like, nothing could have happened. You're feeding the OCD when you do that. It's like, she's, so Molly in the voice note said to me that she was once at my house yeah. and she, she she thought that she had not left her handbrake on. But so because she didn't want to, like, bring this up in front of you me. You found me at the window like a dog peering out the window. And you were like, what are you doing? And then she had, and then because I, I think only, purely only because I looked a bit confused about what you were doing, you didn't go outside to check. So maybe you need me to follow you around and be like, no, the lights are off, the doors are locked. Well, that's the thing. I thought I should have taken Sam, so he would have also seen the light mm, was off. You should have, but then yeah. I googled OCD after and it was just like, don't do that. It also said you're very likely to take pictures to show that things were off and I went oh well look at this picture on my phone I followed the OCD handbook without even reading it oh dear it was a low low moment it was bad but just to anyone else that has OCD I feel you and uh, have no wisdom because I'm still checking the handbrake every day (laughs) so that was my low point what else happened in January uh you sold your house oh yeah and can't find another one so that's fun (laughs) literally uh, the housing market is crazy at the moment it's broken we sold our yeah. house in two days after putting it on the market and can't find another one so they've sold their house have a buyer which is great but they can't move because they've got nowhere to go i started off with a 20 mile search radius of the area that we quite like to move to and then it's got bigger and bigger and bigger i'm now at 40 mm. miles which i'll be honest is too big because the, because the houses that do come up are just in totally the wrong area anyway if within that search radius, within a whole day, mm. the average amount of houses being listed is four. Four houses mm. within 40 miles is, like, shocking. Yeah, well, I think the problem is you just have really terrible taste in houses. <laughs> terrible taste? 
Bean sent me a house today, which was the coolest house ever, and oh. I thought she's been serious. It was a circular house with a thatched roof, and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. And then you were like, no, it's terrible, and I just couldn't believe it. It was a hobbit house. Also, that was a case where it was in totally the wrong area. But it was circular and thatched. Like, it was literally <laughs> circular. Like you could, The kitchen was curved. It yeah, was amazing. Yeah. I looked at the floor plan, and it gave me a headache. I don't know where you'd put a wardrobe. No. You just couldn't. You'd have to get rid of all your furniture. It's so extra a house. You'd have to have built-in wardrobes, built-in bed, built-in yeah. everything, really. Amazing houses are coming up like no. this one, and she's not no. buying it. No. So. Me and Molly have very different tastes in houses. She's been sending me bungalows. First thought, Molly, I'm not 80 years old. Thanks for that. <laughs> she's There's been nothing wrong me... with the bungalows. I don't like bungalows. She's sending me bungalows with, that, with like, horrid, <laughs> horrid interiors that need entirely ripping out. I just, yeah. I'm not up for that. You're up for that. Yeah. I want to be able to just move in. B wants a house that's perfectly done to her own taste, and I want a house where there's a bit of rising damp and some rats. No, here's the thing: you married mm. someone who's very, very mm. good at DIY and who wants to, who wants to do up a house for you. I married someone who can't even use a hammer. <laughs> oh my god! I just remembered something. The first time I went to B's house, I had only met her once in person, and it was at uh, the Etsy show. Like I literally spoke to her for a minute, and then we chatted on Instagram, and I went to her house. And then I went to her, I was like, I'm just going to use your loo. And the door was unattached to the loo, just leaning up as decoration. And it was because neither of them knew how to attach the door, so there just wasn't one on the toilet. No. Oh, no. It's how long was your bad. door off for? It genuinely needed, no, oh, six months. It genuinely <laughs> needed planing and the door. You can't have the downstairs loo without a door. It's where your guests go. Okay, Molly. Everyone has their strengths and weaknesses, and our weakness is DIY. So leave the horrible bungalows alone and stop sending them to me. Oh. Mine and Adam's marriage would last half a week if we bought a project house i think <laughs> fair enough i okay. i very much very much want a house that needs cosmetically doing up because i mm. love interior design wherever we move i'll be painting everywhere because that's i love doing that but that's about the extent of the diy yeah. levels yeah painting mm-hmm. yeah fair enough yeah i, I feel that I mean, we redid our kitchen over New Year, which was just the worst thing I've ever... You hated it, and then you were like, can't wait to do up a whole house, even though it ruined my life for two weeks. I really hated it because I for, it was two weeks without a kitchen sink, without a washing machine, without a dishwasher, without, like, a kitchen side. <laughs> we, it was honestly some of the darkest days of my life. It probably brought on that OCD episode. So mm. I think when Sam does up our future house, I won't be living there. <laughs> So it's the end of your marriage as well. <laughs> just just until he finishes it, then I'll be back. Okay. Just give him a bit of incentive to do it fast. Okay, I see. So that's quite a big thing to happen, selling a house. I mean, not moving yet, but hopefully, you know, we'll give you weekly updates. It, it has been taking up a lot of my time, actually, because I'm so anxious and stressed about the amount of houses and I'm checking right move all the time and I swear it's taking up like 60% of my brain on a day-to-day basis Mm. and I'm sat there and I'll be working and I'll be you know I know I'm busy and I know I've got stuff to do and I'll be like I just need to check right move because I haven't checked it for at least five minutes (laughs) even though you've got alerts on but the alerts don't work until the end of the day so you get an email yeah they're awful so you get an email saying oh these houses came up but obviously, like, if it's a really nice house, someone would have already called by that point. So. Mm. 
Well, maybe we should start another podcast about houses. <laughs> Artists buy houses. Do you know what I have had to drink today? What? Another highlight of my year is Molly telling me she'd never been to Lidl. So she was going to go to Lidl because she'd been to my house and had some really no, nice no, gin. No, 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 yes, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Don't I interrupt had, no, the gin story. No, no but it's incorrect. Mm. I have been to Lidl. I went to Lidl a few years ago and I decided it wasn't for me. <laughs> a few years ago. Basically, Sam does all the shopping and he likes to shop at expensive supermarkets, which we won't name. <coughs> Waitrose. And by... <laughs> he doesn't shop at Waitrose so much, it is normally Sainsbury's. Hey, if they want a mention, they better sponsor the podcast, okay? <laughs> so don't make me say their names. Um, he goes in for a weekly shop and buys one day's worth for a weekly shop price. <laughs> so you you go to Lidl every week and you spend like a quarter of what we spend on a whole week's shop. Mm-hmm. So we decided to try it. And she just came out with loads of gin. <laughs> so much gin, which made it a really expensive shop. Mm, it's good gin though. Well, it's £9 a bottle, which is cheap, but we bought a few, you know. Yeah, and I've got the blackcurrant and apple one that I tried at your house because it's so good. Okay, how about this? What was the highlight of your January? I know it was a bad month, but if you could pinpoint a moment that was not entirely terrible, what would it be? It would probably be, although it's a good thing turned bad, Mm. but it's the best I've got. So last year I found out I got into a show that I didn't think I was going to get into that I'd been applying for 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 many years and I got in which was great really exciting bit scary and then I got a a demonstration stand so I could apply kind of again to get a demonstration stand which is a bit bigger and then I can demo wood engraving lovely lovely and I got that (laughs) I was really excited I voice noted you didn't I and I just said she's very And then a day later, and forever since, I've been terrified about it. <laughs> and I haven't slept. So um, there we go. That yeah. was the highlight. Mm. I think it was just because I didn't get in for so many years. Definite imposter syndrome. Feeling mm. like, Do you, did you make a mistake this time? Because you definitely said no all the other times. So was this an admin error? Yeah. And also, it's, it's like a three-metre space to fill. And it's just a bit scary. I feel like I'm not quite professional enough to be there but <laughs> you are you, know, you definitely I'll let you know are. how it goes it's very exciting we'll see it's very exciting it is exciting but scary what's your <laughs> best moment uh it's probably not work related but probably um seeing margot go back to her normal self because we mm. only since the start of the year she's been able to do frisbee and she's been like back to being a bit cheeky and running around and it's really nice because she was really really not herself since probably Mm. September, end of September. So, yeah, that's been nice to see. To finish off this episode where there wasn't any structure (laughs) and we didn't have any plans, can you give a piece of advice to our listeners who might be struggling with feeling unmotivated but also just feeling a little bit sad and a bit down? How would you suggest to bring them out of that rut? And I know if you really knew the answer, you'd be happier right now. So I take everything she says with a pinch of salt, but B, what would you say? I do have an answer, and the answer is just be kind to yourself. There have been a few days in January where after lunch I've just gone, I'm just not feeling this, and I've just either had the afternoon off or just taken Margot for an extra long walk or maybe looked at some of my old work that I'm really proud of and thought, okay, you know, 
it's all fine and we'll get back mm. to that at some point today is not the day but it doesn't mean that there's never going to be another good day and I just feel like there's this pressure that you have to be working and you have to be working your absolute hardest all the time when you're self-employed because I mean you do you do have to work hard but you also have to allow yourself rest and you have to know you know when to stop and when maybe you shouldn't be creating Mm. I would say and it's something I did on the weekend that really inspired me and it was go to an art gallery because I Went to London on Saturday to the Society of Wood Engravers private view. And uh, it was just really inspiring walking around and seeing everyone else's work. And it made me really excited to make new work. So look up some exhibitions, either local to you or, you know, do a day trip and just take in other art, other people's art, because I think it's really helpful to, you know, give you new ideas and to be inspired. Yeah. That's a nice idea. Also, it gets you out of the studio. Like, I couldn't do any work on Saturday and it was quite nice to properly relax. Mm. Lovely. So, we will be back next week. Are we coming back with a topic and do we need people to send in questions? Oh, yes, we're coming back with a topic and what is that topic? Okay, so next week we're going to be discussing how to tackle your to-do list and schedule your day. So if you have any questions at all that you want to ask me or Molly, send them into outofinkpodcast at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. I noticed the other day that Spotify also is allowing you to leave reviews now. So I don't think we've got any, which is just a little bit sad. So if you could give us some (laughs) five-star reviews, that would be great. Cool. And uh, Molly, I'll have you over in the next couple of weeks when I've moved into my horrendous bungalow. Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) For the painting party? Uh, Yeah. Sam can bring his tools and he can start putting the new kitchen in. (laughs) This time, next pod record, you'll have bought a house. Whoa. You heard it here first. Then we'll see about that. Yeah. That gives you a week. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. So no pressure. Well, if I ever heard a cliffhanger, it was that. So (laughs) do come back and find out whether I find a new home. We should get Phil and Kirsty on as guests. Mm, Not sure. Not not, Not feeling it. Yeah, sure. We normally end on us laughing, but we weren't that fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll do. (laughs)